afternoon everyone i hope you can hear me and you can see me loud and clear apologies for the late start uh just trying to tweak one or two things i am off site away from the studio but hey it's called the prayer experience because we pray from wherever okay all right please share this video now share with friends and family let people know it is time to pray amen and also, uh, subscribe to the Daily Talks Media UK channel on YouTube. Great to see that subscriber base growing, but we want it to grow faster and faster so more people can connect with this prayer ministry. Also, uh, connect with us, leave a comment, prayer request, praise report. Let's know what the Lord is doing in your life. You know, something we mentioned a couple of days ago, is that we don't talk enough about what God is doing in our lives on this platform, in our individual lives. Please share, 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 share with us what the Lord is doing. Also, there is the prayer experience hotline. It's there. Take advantage of it or write that number down. Give it to somebody else and they might find it very beneficial. All right, let's go into Thanksgiving. And the scripture that I have is from Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 20. It says, Always and for everything, uh, let your thanks to God the Father be presented in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I like what it says. It says, Always and for everything, in every situation, for every situation, in every circumstance, for every circumstance, be in an attitude of thanksgiving. You're in the valley, thank the Lord, because very soon you're going to be in the mountain. If You're going to be on the mountain. If you're on the mountain, thank the Lord for keeping you on the mountain, wherever you are, indoor, outdoor, in your house, in your kitchen, in your living room. Let's give thanks to this God. He is superb. He's amazing. He's great. Father, thank you, Lord, for the beginning of this brand new week. We just want to Thank you. We just want to appreciate you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your blessing upon our lives, upon our children, upon our family, upon our local church. Thank you for our pastors and leaders. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in the body of Christ across the world. Lord, I want to thank you for the prayer experience community as well. Thank you for people who pray from uh, the Philippines, they pray from India, Pakistan. Thank you for people across Africa that join us to pray across the Americas, uh, Canada, the United States, Europe as well, not to forget the United Kingdom. We're so grateful, Lord, for people who are consistent, Lord, in their prayer life, especially on this platform. 
that you will continue to bless them in amazing ways. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Let's look at the inspired word. And I have a scripture from Isaiah chapter 54 and verse 4. It says, Fear not, for thou shalt not be ashamed, neither be thou confounded, for thou shalt not be put to shame. And then it says, For thou shalt forget the shame of thy youth, and shalt not remember the reproach of thy widowhood any more. These are strong, positive words. And I don't know who this word may speak to, but God is saying something in here. And he's talking about the past, that it's time to leave the past behind, the shameful past behind, the past that we are not happy about, the past that we are not proud of. You know, so many times people, I'm talking about believers here, we, we still hold on to past experiences. The, the devil find a way of lodging that experience, that, you know, uh, that, that negative past, lodging it in the quarters of our mind. And it's still there. Yes, we're born again. Yes, we're a new creation. But remember that your memory is not automatically wiped away because you gave your life to Jesus. You still remember the past. You still remember, especially for people who have been in the really, really, really fast lane, people who were down there doing drugs, doing all kinds of things, maybe dirty deals, and so many, many wrong things. It is so easy that we document the past, that we remember the past constantly, that the enemy constantly brings a picture of our past to us. And that will stop us from moving into the fullness of God's plan and purposes for our lives. It, it, is, a, it is a very, very difficult line uh, to know how to maintain that balance between looking at my life before I gave my life to Christ and looking at my life now. And you look at that scripture, look at what it says again. It talk about forgetting the shame of your youth. It says, you will forget the shame of your youth. It talks about, the, the, the things you're not proud of that, that brings regret. And sometimes these things, they trigger depression, they trigger anxiety, they trigger all kinds of unforgiveness, even bitterness. Uh, people who've been, you know, they've been through so many things. I don't want to mention anything, but you've been through stuff. And, and then you, you have that bitterness. You can't forgive maybe your parents, your loved ones, or things like that. And, 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 and I'm saying that we've got to find that healthy balance where our mind praises God for bringing us. You know, like that song that says, Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I can thank the Lord for bringing me out of darkness, but if I allow the details of my time in the past, if I allow that, uh, take a hold of my mind and, and it can bring fear and bring all kinds of things. If I allow that clog my mind, if I allow that constantly in my waking moments, in my sleeping moments, uh, especially when times are tough and things are difficult, the devil is going to be there 
whispering. He said, don't you know who you are? Can't you remember who you are? Don't you remember what she did? Can't you remember what he did? And all of that is taking our space in our mind. And that space needs to be taken over by the word of God and his promises. I need to reflect on the word of God and his promises. Meditate on the word of God and his promises. And let his word constantly be on my mind, be in my thoughts. You know, that is something I want to share with us this afternoon. And I don't know who particularly I am talking to. But let's have a moment of reflection. And I want us to commit ourselves into this life where, Lord, I thank you. You know something? Uh, Apostle Paul said something. It's no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I once lived, I live by the faith of the Son of God who died for me, who gave his life, uh, who gave his life as a ransom for me, you know, who loved me and gave his life for me. You know, the life I now live. And then 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, I'm a new species. I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. So many times when I remember my past, it's not me. That old man is gone. That old woman is gone. That old person is gone. Yes, uh, the more I mature in God, I will faintly remember and faintly remember. And at some point, the gory details will no longer be in my memory because the word of God will wash and cleanse my mind. And there will be no more bitterness in my heart, no more unforgiveness in my heart, no more pain in my heart, no more anger in my heart. Yes, Father, we want to pray for ourselves as intercessors on this platform, that there will be people who've been through maybe a divorce situation, people who've been through certain abuse situation, people who've been through all kinds of painful past, people who still logging on and carrying things that they shouldn't carry, people who need to travel light, but they are traveling with all kinds of bags and baggages from the past. We pray that you will help us as intercessors to let go of the past, drop those things behind and walk with you into the glorious future that you have for us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Let's quickly move on. I want us to pray for the church. We're still looking at Isaiah chapter 54. And this time we're looking at verse 2. It says, enlarge the place of thy tent and let them stretch forth the curtains of your habitation. He says, spare not, lengthen thy cords and strengthen thy stakes. I like what it says, enlarge. You know, enlarge. This is the season to enlarge. Somebody was talking to me today and said, we are in that time of the harvest. You know, in, in, in actual understanding, when you talk about the harvest, you're talking about seeds and, and corn and fruits and all of that coming in into the barn, coming in into the treasury, coming in into the storehouse. And this is that season. And I want us to pray that the church will increase and expand, that, that more and more people will come into the church, new believers, 
new people being saved. I want us to pray that the church of Jesus in your nation, in your community, pray for your local church, that God will increase your local church. This is the time to enlarge. This is the time to expand. This is the time to grow. This is the time to increase. This is the time to multiply. We are in the end times. God is at work. God is touching the hearts of minds, uh, the hearts and minds of men and women. And we don't want to miss out on what God is doing. We want to be right on time. We want to be spot on as we bring, you know, Jesus speaking to his disciples. So follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. As we bring the fishes in, bring them in into the boat. As we bring men and women into the church, into the body of Christ. Father, we want to pray in the name of Jesus that you will give us a mindset of increase, a mindset of enlargement, a mindset of multiplication as you did in the Acts of the Apostles when the church increased and the church multiplied and we saw hundreds and we saw thousands and we saw people coming to the Lord, whole cities coming to Jesus. We want to pray, Father, that that season will come upon us, that that time will come upon us, come upon the church. Lord, remove from us a negative mindset. Oh, you know, we can be so negative sometimes and we can begin to speak negative words and say people are not getting saved, people are not coming to Jesus. Come on, no. The Bible says we shall have what we say. If we begin to speak harvest and we begin to call the harvest, we will see the harvest. We will see people come to know Jesus. Father, thank you. We pray that, Lord, you will soften the hearts of men and women in our community, soften the hearts of men and women Lord, in our towns, in our cities, in our communities, we pray in the name of Jesus. We just want to see harvest. We just want to see increase. We just want to see many more people baptized, not just in water, but baptizing the Holy Ghost, going on to serve the Lord. We're not just praying, Lord, for physical increase. We're asking for spiritual increase, that, Lord, we will enlarge our tent. We pray that pastors and leaders will begin to clear the space in their buildings, for more people to come into church, they will release their faith and release, uh, release their expectation that more people will come in week in, week out, release their heart, release their faith for salvation. More people coming to know Jesus. We pray that in the mighty name of Jesus across the northwest of England, across the southeast, across the south of England, across the, 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 the northeast, northwest, uh, across the Midlands. We pray all over Scotland, all over Wales. Uh, we pray that in the name of Jesus, Father, that we will see multiplication, churches, Churches will begin to expand. Churches will begin to look farther for bigger buildings and bigger structures as more people come to church. Oh God, turn our cities upside down for Jesus. Let the gospel of Jesus permeate our nations. Permeate, Lord, the land and the people. Let more and more people turn to the Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I want us to pray for the nations, you know, Today, I want us to pray that the Lord will set the captives free. We want to see people come into freedom. So many people in our nations, in our world, so many people, uh, you know, undergoing 
the yoke of oppression of the enemy. So many people bound to all kinds of addiction, addiction to alcohol, addiction to nicotine, addiction to games, you know, online games. People play games for hours and hours and hours and hours. You know, people involved in all kinds of things and they cannot break free. Look at this scripture in John eleven forty four. He says, and he who had died came out with his hands and his, uh, uh, while his hands and his feet were bound in swarming bands and his face was bound in turban. I like this. He said, Yeshua said to them, unbind him and let him go. I want us to pray for people in our family. Some of us know people in our family that they need to be set free. People in our local church, even within our local churches, people who have come to Jesus. You know, Lazarus was raised from the dead, but he was still bound. He was still in 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 those in those. Uh, 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 clothes, grave clothes. He, 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 that's translation. Say he had a turban around his face. He couldn't see. He couldn't hear. He couldn't smell. He couldn't eat. But he was still alive. And there are so many people like that. Can we pray for freedom and deliverance and and and, and liberty in the mighty name of Jesus? Father, we pray for people, Lord, in our homes, people in our family. Lord, our heart goes especially to family members that need to break free, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We, we ask that you, Lord, you will, you will bring a word into their situation, bring a word into their circumstances. Lord, we pray that they'll be set free in the name of Jesus. We pray that men and women will be set free by the power of the word of God. He said you sent forth your word and you healed them and you delivered them from their destruction. Your word says whom the son shall set free is free indeed. Across the nations, oh God, so many people bound to drugs and all kinds of illegality. We pray that they be set free. We want to pray for young men and young women, people, Lord, in schools, people in universities that, you know, Lord, they're so bound to all of these drugs and alcohol and all of those kind of things, Lord. We ask for freedom and liberty and deliverance in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray that the gospel will reach the unsaved and as they come to Jesus, they will be set free from their captivity. That people will begin to breathe a breath of freshness, of freedom, a breath of being free and liberty. We pray that, oh God, into homes and families across the land, across the nations, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Finally, I want us to pray for healing. And, uh, you know, please leave your prayer request for healing. Leave it on the platform. I'm not alone. There are tons of other people who are on this platform right now on social media. They will see that prayer request and they will pray into it. Let's read that scripture from Matthew chapter 14 and verse 36. It says, they begged him, that is Jesus. The people begged Jesus to let the sick touch at least the fringe of his robe. And all who touched him 
were healed. And you know, Jesus is not dead. He was dead, but he rose from the dead on the third day. And he's alive today and forevermore. Hallelujah. And you know what the touch is? It's the touch of faith. If we can believe in Jesus and say, Jesus, heal me. Heal me of this tuberculosis. Heal me of this cancer. Heal me of this tumor. Heal me of this pain. Heal me of this disease. Heal. He will hear that prayer. Can we stand in the gap for people right now who are unwell and who need the touch of God? Father, we pray that by the touch of faith in that in that day when you were when you were physically on earth, Jesus, people touched the the hem of your garment, they touched the edge of your robe, and they were healed. And Jesus, you are alive today. We pray in Jesus' name that as we reach out in faith to you on behalf of our brothers, on behalf of our sisters, on behalf of men and women, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that healing virtue will flow into homes, will flow into people's bodies right now in the name of Jesus, that sicknesses be healed, diseases be healed, chains be broken, burdens be lifted, peace will come into the hearts and minds of people even as we pray and stand in agreement. Lord, we want to thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you because you always hear us when we pray. What a mighty God we serve. Heaven and earth adore you. Even angels, they bow down before you. We give you praise because you always hear us when we pray and we thank you for answered prayers in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Please, wherever you are, say with me that I believe I receive my healing in Jesus' name. Again, I believe that I receive my healing in Jesus' name. And then we thank you, Lord, for hearing us in Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, everyone, who's prayed with us this afternoon. Again, apologies for coming on late. Uh, you know, I hope you bear with us sometimes. But thank you for being there praying along with us. May God continue to shower his blessings upon us in Jesus' mighty name. Remember to subscribe to our audio podcast. They're available on iOS and Android. You can get them. Just plug them in and listen beautifully to words of prayer and prayer along with us in Jesus' name. We're going to be back tomorrow. It's a Tuesday and it's 1 p.m. God willing, he'll pour his grace again upon us to intercede. God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful afternoon. Bye-bye. Holy, they cry holy. 
Ein Bo.